generally am closer to the mic anyway. Yeah, you know me, I can project. It's, this is what happens and when you know, we pack I down. I can, I just won't. No. And as well as that, I think it's more about the fact that I'm not going to squeak as much. Well, I, I am insulted, so are you using my disability to get the better chair for yourself? Yes. <laughs> uh, look at this place, man. It's it's empty. It's we're running, wrong. We're That's running on one is. mic. And so, again, we're going to apologize for the audio on this one, folks. We'll do our best. Well, like, we, we've spent the last however many weeks constantly referring to, well, at least we have the quality of sound that we're producing. And now... Uh, for those who don't know, our booth is currently moving, uh, and so we're actually in a room with... I don't think there's a single sound pad, like... Oh, there's one sound pad on the floor behind me. Hang on, I can actually do this. We can hold it right here. It's not gonna do jack -all. Not doing anything. No. You know what? We'll do something. What? Rolling an intro. Gentlemen, this is Pop. I'm Cricket. I'm Wombat, and um, we have a lot to discuss. This is the first time we've recorded on a Friday and plan to drop on a Friday, so you've got your work cut out for you tonight, mate. I'm sorry, I what now? I'm going to the Lord Mayor Christmas celebration, mate. <laughs> you've got some work to do. We will discuss this off air, but oh. we we have like what is it, three, four trailers that just dropped? I think so. It's absolutely insane. Do we just need to record and drop on a Friday often? Uh, I mean, maybe. We are we are coming up to, like, that holiday season where everyone's going to start releasing because they want to build hype to get the kids out during the school holidays. Mind you, all these trailers were, like, coming out May 2023. It's like, that doesn't help any of us. No! And I think more than anything that... Oh, actually, no, it's a Friday here, so for any of our audience members listening, it's a Thursday. And believe it or not, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of trailers and films drop on a Thursday. Yeah! I don't know Why? why. Do we need to go and find out why? Do we need to find someone in film marketing to explain <laughs> to us that for some reason at the end of the week, people are always looking for a bit of a pick-me-up? I wonder if you release them on a Thursday, because typically that's payday, which means people are going out Thursday, so they're more likely to be at the movie, so then you get the new trailers on that day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if getting paid on Thursday is actually even just an Australian thing or if it's a thing. You know, these are things that as people trying to quote-unquote make it in the film industry we should actually probably just know as opposed to speculating i mean like when you're talking on an absolute day job yeah well when was the last time you had a day job wombat without rubbing it in um define day job like are we talking like a nine consistent to five paycheck yeah oh consistent no i've been freelance since march this year okay but i've worked plenty of day shifts oh no doubts but like okay so regular normal person who doesn't work in the film industry job oh um when you were working IT, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I worked a non-film job, uh, sort of nine to five, again, until March this year, but I was part-time because I would do that part-time and freelance, and that's eventually I sort of made the jump. But in terms of working one where I didn't work a film job, I think 2013? Wow. That was well before I knew you. Yeah, no, I've been, I have been off and on a little and, you know, oh, no, 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 because I spent like a year permanently as an engineer. I don't think I did any film or sort of short film TV, anything work. And that would have been like 20, I want to say 2019. It might be 2018. Oh, okay. I'll be honest. My time as an engineer is a little blurry. There are long hours, not a lot of sleep and maybe a little bit of alcohol involved. Just a little bit. But in true pop fashion, we've already deviated from the subject <laughs> Let's get down to brass tacks. Which do you want to start with? 
Why, why don't we start with Transformers? Because I am like, I, I am a big fan of the Transformers films and I know they get a ton of slack. And as someone who studied film, I should, I should be saying things like, you know, oh, they're, they're cheap or they're made just for teenagers and they're not real No, they're fantastic. They are made to entertain, which at the end of the day is exactly what I think films are for. So I'm a massive fan of what Michael Bay put out. And my first thought was like several seconds into the trailer, this ain't Michael Bay. No, well, like, I, I know you said that, but there's always going to be those underlying things. I mean, he is a producer, so... Um, my guess is it's they're sort of basing it off what he's done before. And to be clear, I should point out, I'm not saying, this will suck, it's not Michael Bay. It's just, you know, Michael Bay has bayhem. You know, yes. it's his signature style, and that's what really excites me about Transformers. And not to say I won't see this, not to say it won't be great, I'm sure it will be, and I absolutely will see it. Did someone say explosions? Borderlands reference there. Get for me. Those. Get me there. You've already, like, you've, yeah, you've got me at that. Yeah, no, explosions are fun, and I don't think there's any issue with good, old fashioned, schlocky fun. No, not at all. I mean, people Speaking hold, of, we look, should probably actually talk about the trailer because yeah. it does look fun. It does look good. Yeah. Like, Although Optimus Prime looks about half the size he did in the, in the first five. We know that Optimus Prime can be scaled for reference and maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's just the trailer doing some awkward things. We know what Maybe they're not finished like. on the budget yet. That's all the CGI they had. They had to half him so the resolution looked correct. They actually just had to get Optimus Prime to scale himself down. <laughs> it's like, once he's paid the full wage, then he'll scale no, up. You know what, probably, it's probably he's just like um, referenced a more economical fire truck. So it's smaller, it's more efficient, and therefore he, he just transforms into something smaller. Absolutely. He's a more economical transformer. And then obviously we have Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal, who I believe is actually being voiced by Ron Perlman. So that's going to be fun. That'll be interesting. Right? Um, and I just had a look at the cast list, and you've got people like John DiMaggio as well. And, oh, I'm... Okay, so I think I bailed on, what, there was Bumblebee, and there was the third Transformers, Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. And, oh, God. Then we had the two Mark Wahlbergs. Oh, yes, the Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> That's basically what they were. So the first the first two were Shia LaBeouf, I saw. Um, and didn't I kinda... see the third one with Shia? No, I didn't see the third one. Um... But That's okay, folks. I saw it many times, so we've, we've got enough between you've us. You've got enough across between us. But I'm definitely going to go back and see this because I need to now go back and watch the Beast Wars series. I'm going to go find <laughs> it online and go through because this is part of my childhood. Like, I remember the completely shitty... Well, shitty by today's standards, but by back in the day. <laughs> this was at a time when you had all these really innovative 3D animations coming out. You know, you had Beast Wars. You had Max Steel. You also had the Donkey Kong TV series, but we won't talk about I'm that. I'm sorry, there was a what? Yeah, man, there was an anim a 3D animated Donkey Kong oh my TV God. series. This is what I get for just not watching TV when I was but a But as kid. well as that, you might have been a twinkle in your daddy's eye. I'm not that much younger than you. I mean, we're both 20. <laughs> <laughs> I will always be 20. That, that, that's becoming a thing. I'm, I'm claiming that. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, I'm actually genuinely excited. I, I was oh, honestly... Look, I am too. I was honestly waiting for Beast Wars to finally make an appearance. And I know they had uh, 
It, it may have been the dinosaurs that appeared in one of the... Oh, yes, we had dinosaurs. We had that was d- Age of Extinction, the I think. The Age of Extinction, that was it. Someone's and... going to correct me on that. But you know what? It's one of the Wahlberg ones. It was one of the Wahlberg ones. And so they introduced the dinos before they introduced the beasts. I mean... Well, naturally, it's a fucking T-Rex! The one thing that I am a bit upset about is they've never introduced uh, Speedy, which was Dave Masciota, who at one point was considered the fastest speaking man in entertainment. <laughs> and so he played... No, it wasn't, it wasn't Speedy. Far out, I'm an idiot. Blur was the character. And so yeah. in true Dave Masciota style, would speak so quickly you could barely understand him. And I've just been waiting for that. hang on, this to... would be back in the day when, like, you didn't have Rewind on the TV. You couldn't go on YouTube and look it up or anything. You couldn't even go on a blog site for most things. Like, people... <laughs> he... Blogs weren't really even a thing, let alone people having the internet. Yeah, it's... The so he'd just say really it. quick and then you'd what, have kids in the playground going, I think it was this, no, I think it was this, no, it was definitely this, no, you idiots, it was... I mean, you could honestly just give him a run for your money, to be honest. <laughs> With that information coming out of your mouth, why not? I'm not even on full ADHD mode, thank you very much. Oh, God. This, thank- is, this is me contained. And we and the podcast listeners, thank you for that, Wombat. <laughs> is this where you drop that this is actually recorded and then on playback, listeners are actually hearing this sit, um... Half speed, just to make sure that we're both legible. Could you imagine if we had podcast listeners who listen to us on two times speed? <laughs> this actually might become a problem. Okay, we're, we're going on to our f- second tangent of the episode. What is it with people who listen to audiobooks and podcasts on double speed? Whoa, are you attacking me in my own podcast, sir? Oh, you do that shit. I listen to everything sped up. So, I was driving... Through the CBD the other day, and I actually stumbled across someone listening to it, and I was like, "What is that noise?" And it took me a couple of seconds to register, and I, I, I'm like, "This is impossible. How are people consuming knowledge and enjoying the fact?" Well, like people, people are no offense, listeners. People are really slow, like especially like when listening to podcasts or God help me YouTube videos or especially any sort of university tutorial. It's so. F- and slow like my brain has wandered off and he's 28 tangents away like no so you speed it up because like i'm already predicting the sentences and whether i'm right or wrong my brain's not actually then focusing on what you're saying it's just playing the prediction game to try catch up because i'm fucking bored all right i now understand yeah it's just, it's just a simple case of that information is coming in too slow for whatever mood my brain is in. And like sometimes, yeah, I'll listen to things at normal speed because my brain's not in the I need to function fast mode. But other times it's like, no, no, no. Like I had a university thing where, thank God, you could put it to four times speed for these videos. That is insane. It is. It was definitely a broken player because I, I haven't seen many that are above two. But even that, like it was just the, the learning mode that I was in, that the amount of information my brain wanted to digest per second... Times four was way too slow. Like, I had to put it on my second screen so it was coming in from the side so I could then work on a project while I was listening to it. Like, it's not not enough information to keep the brain entertained, to keep the dopamine flowing. I might actually have to give that a try next time. Next Honestly, time I'm trying dude, to learn something that's It's one of the reasons I have so many monitors. Like, in, <sighs> sometimes it's like, no, I'm just in a whatever mood I'm in and I've got an editing thing up there and everything's sort of set out normally. Another time it's like, nope, I need a video here, I need music playing here, and I need, like, every bit of information the editor can provide here so that I have enough distractions that I can focus on what I'm meant to be doing. Next trailer, what did you think of Indiana Jones and the Dial Ooh. of Destiny? I gotta admit, the most amusing thing was when you pointed out you had literal goosebumps from I, watching it. I did! It. Like, I, I felt like a kid again. Now, I, I I, sadly was not born at a time to go and see these things at a cinema, but I do I remember... I could have seen um, 
uh, no, Crystal Skull. I cinemas. never saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Wait, you've never actually seen it at all? I'm a purist! But I'll go and see this because I feel like they're just going to retcon whatever's happening. Well, um, you, you have to go see it to comment on it. We, we're in a podcast that's going to talk about it. I will go and watch it later. Once the new place is set up, I'm going to go and watch it just to be across it. But, I yeah, I remember growing up watching these films on VHS. And there were these great God, little... we're old. We are old, but it wasn't... Okay, so the Indiana Jones VHS that I actually had, they you know how they normally come in like a clip open case? This yeah. was a slide. It slid out in cardboard, and the whole thing was decked out like it was a, a, a book. Like, like you know, something you... that belongs in a museum? <laughs> well done! Absolutely well done, mate. I'll give you that one, because yes, it did belong in a museum. But they were absolutely great, and yeah, I just remember continually watching those as a kid. My favourite was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I do recall that being my favourite. I have seen all four, and no spoilers, number three is still my favourite. Nice. My parents always loved Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That's the second one, isn't yes, it? Yeah, it is. I, uh, was, uh, sorry, but that was always my least favourite. It, it was actually the most frightening. I think that was the reason why I never enjoyed Maybe it as a kid. Was the is because it was like the scariest. And to, for an adventure film like that to invoke, like, I guess, fear? It's actually pretty interesting. Maybe it was the yeah. whole reaching into the chest and grabbing the hard gully kind of thing. <laughs> which, now that I look back as an adult, I'm like, it actually is, for the time, the effects kind of, sort of hold up, but also don't. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't watched them, I think, since high school. Because I watched all of them when I watched Crystal Skull. Mm. And I think that would have been the last time that I watched them. I've got a feeling I may have watched Last Crusade at some point early out of high school. But yeah, I've... I've it's certainly been a while. I mean, what, we're 20, actually. Sorry, it's been two years. <laughs> it's totally how that works. So there's, there's probably a few things that I find interesting because I look at the trailer and you can tell there is some CGI involved. Like, they have done the whole flashback moments and I reckon they've gone back and shot sequences of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Because I did I did notice we had the nice de-aged Harrison Ford in the trailer. Yes, and it didn't actually look too... Uh, no, it was like as much Valley. as it was really quick, I was like, that is a really good young Harrison Ford. Yeah, and... I'm so glad they didn't recast it like Solo. <laughs> Could you imagine, you imagine how upset he would have been had he actually played? How upset he would have been? How upset all the fans would have been? Look at what happened with Solo before it even came out. Oy, we could, that's another thing. We should have discussed that with Rich a bit more. But... I think we tried, but that was just like three people tangenting on one podcast. That, that... And it kind of worked well. Oh, it worked well, but nothing went to plan. Anyhow, I think <laughs> that they've done a few flashback sequences, obviously. if it's The trailer is just Indy kind of reflecting on his life and what he's seen. So, you know, we obviously have John Reese davies coming back Kasala, which oh, is... Look, that is just exciting. Right? And then I want to see Koi Hee Kwan come in just yeah. a short round. Like an older <laughs> short round would be so fantastic. Like if they're going to do that, could you imagine what it's like? I've never actually seen Phoebe Waller-Bridge in anything. I haven't watched Fleabag, so I probably should. So, you know... I can't give you slack, nor have I. No, neither am I. So it's all... Neither have I, neither of you, neither have I. Okay. But she's obviously playing uh, his goddaughter. Yes, and I think that's really interesting because we were talking about the whole Indiana uh, Jones TV series and like what would yes. they do from this because clearly they want to do more of a series. They do. 
Um, going for a god daughter does leave him enough a window, like that, that maybe that's where they're going. Yeah, I mean, obviously it means that his son hasn't made it, or he's been disowned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows what's happening. <laughs> did, did they even call Shia? Shia LaBeouf, please reach out and tell us. Yeah, absolutely. Shia LaBeouf, we'd love to get you in our upcoming series, <laughs> Not So Local Legends. I think we need to do Patent that. Patent pending. Patent pending, you know. We've got to have, like, our local legends and then the famous people who might not actually be local. <laughs> I mean, if you what, look, okay, if, if, if any of you aren't local and want to come in, why not? Yeah, why not? Any of our famous international listeners, or <laughs> like five <Shia>. of you, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf all of a sudden tweets us. On, on that, we should say, um, thank you all for listening. Like we, we've noticed the numbers going up, and we really appreciate the the views coming in. So obviously, you're enjoying it and telling your friends. So thank you, and please continue to do so. Absolutely. Now, without before we ado, jump on, now, okay, before we oh, jump on, okay. I do want to say it was the. You know, I mean, I might get my own trailers mixed up here, but. The opening soundtrack to that sounded so familiar to me and it bugged me for a bit. Um, and I couldn't pick whether it was the same bit of music used in Jurassic World or Star Wars. And we did go back and watch one of the Star Wars trailers and it wasn't from that, but it could be another. Anyway, it bugged me, but it is something I've noticed. Not that exact piece, but very similar style of rehashing that has been used for a lot of remakes these last five, six years. I actually think it may have been... The is it Dominion was the second Jurassic World film? It was the one with Jeff Goldblum that uh, yes. he has just. Well, like I said, one of the Jurassic's or Star Wars. I, I couldn't quite pick it. Mm. But if if John Williams was done, no, he would have done all three of them. Yeah, eh? yeah. If John Williams had done all the music for Jurassic World as well, um, I didn't. I only. I saw mean, the it's first like Jurassic Hans World. Zimmer. If you listen to anything from the two thousands, you hear a bit of Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> in there. No, believe it or not, Pirates of the Caribbean, the original soundtrack, was not done by Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer only came on really? for number two and three. It was actually Klaus Bordelt that did the Pirates of the Caribbean theme. I have. Wow. I actually and have I the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. And I claim that they're my favourite movies and I, can't, and I got that wrong. Dude, I went and saw Pirates of the Caribbean three times in the cinemas within the space of a month. Oh, yes. It was such a good film. I go back That's and watch so that every good. year. I'm currently midway through a rewatch with a friend of mine who isn't in this state. So like we're just connecting on Discord and um, nice. hit and play at the same time. Oh, they are just amazing. But if I start down that route, yep. I want to finish No, 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 no. Maybe we should do it and we'll do a pirate special. Like, can we do a pirate... Well, like, we'll just do a, a pop watch. Yeah. Maybe that's something to start in the New Year's. Yeah. I should, we should probably take it back to... I will, I will finish my reference of, like, even listening to Gladiator. Yes. the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. <laughs> so, yeah, ab- absolutely. If um, Williams has done all those three films, probably very similar. Probably that same melody coming up. But that's sort of what hit me in the opening. I was like, where is this sound from? <laughs> it's just throwing you off. But it looks like genuinely, it's just this beautiful homage to everything indie It past. does look like it will be really good. Like I know Crystal wasn't well received and I liked it at the time, but I also saw number four first. So it was kind of just like one of those things. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that um, one of my parents grew up with Indiana Jones, just absolutely loving it, but it sort of, it hadn't been passed on. And again, when I grew up, didn't have a lot of TV, so... Becoming a teenager, getting to see the movies, saw Crystal Skull, then I saw the other three. Can we take a slight... Uh, we, I know we were going to move Can we it. take a tangent? It is, but it was more just about how you said... Was it your dad that watched Indiana Jones or was it your mum? Our mum. Okay, so that's really, really fun. There was actually a podcast that I've been listening to recently. It's a very short one. Uh, it's called The Phantom Never Dies. And oh, what, I've heard of this. Yeah, okay. So it was an Augie-winning uh, podcast. It was a non-fiction one. So... It's basically about 
The Phantom, written by Lee Fork, and how it ha- how it came to be as a comic strip, and how it's actually grown, like what kind of effects that it had on pop culture as a whole, and that whole idea of obviously the the mantle of the Phantom being passed down through the generations, like from father to son, father to son, and how even that. Um, as just kind of, uh, I guess, an overarching theme, this generational passing of the torch has happened within fans of the Phantom, passing <laughs> on, passing on their comics to their kids, and that kind of generational encouragement of reading comic strips and everything like that. And yeah, I just I just want to throw it out uh, a completely fee-free recommendation <laughs> well okay the only reason i say that is there's like podcasts that will pay you to promote their podcast but this is completely off my own and back. if any podcasts are looking to get some advertising <laughs> yes all five of our listeners will listen to you you um, keep making that joke we've got a lot more we do have a lot more listeners and again we thank you to it but go and listen to the podcast all five of our original listeners yes my mum included go and listen to the podcast <laughs> the phantom never dies you can find it on spotify it's through nova podcasts and it's, it's only six episodes, and they're only about an hour long, so you don't have to dedicate much time to it. But or it's, if you listen like me, it's about an hour for all six of them. Yes, if you listen on double or quadruple time, you can get those done. Now, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yes! Um, Look, I'm, I'm a bigger Marvel nerd as any, and I'm, I'm actually one of those Marvel nerds who's like, I'm not really feeling the whole Marvel slowdown and Marvel's getting shit. No, I, I love it all, but... But... You have to acknowledge some are better than others, and what James Gunn brings is just a bit more magical. And it makes me really excited. And what I must admit is, I believe my first James Gunn film was the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? And I had really low expectations of it. And I went and I was blown away, and I think some of that has stayed with me, because anytime I see he's attached to a project, I'm like, Oh my god, this will be great! Okay. No, no, no. It's just funny because I'd love to see... Oh, no, I lied because he did Scooby-Doo, didn't he? Yes, he did. Now, I definitely wasn't a filmmaker. Well, no, 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 no. He wrote Scooby-Doo. Oh, didn't direct it? No. I'm pretty sure... We, we've got the beauty of IMDb Pro, but I'm pretty damn sure he wrote Scooby-Doo. Didn't actually direct it. So, that is 2002. No, he did not actually direct it. It was directed by Raja Gosnell. Um, and I'm going to pull up, just for the sake of enlightening people to filmmakers, uh, he, <laughs> Raja Gosnell directed Big Mama's House back in 2000. That was a classic. I don't know if it's aged well. <laughs> um, I'm not 100% sure. But I think a these... lot of comedies from that time have not, having only gone back and seen a couple of them, but... Watching them, it's like, yeah, this this ain't this ain't holding the test of time. Fair enough. No, Roger Gosnell actually did quite a bit. I believe was also an editor and whatnot. You know, worked through Robin Williams, was an editor on Pretty Woman. Um, but director-wise, how did I choose to be a stupid idiot? Okay, Home Alone 3, I think, looks to be a directorial debut. In Interesting. That I mean, it was a successful movie. It's not the best in the series. But I tell you what, it is mm-hmm. certainly better than number four. Never Been Kissed? Um, that actually caused my other half some, uh, I want to say, havoc in the sense that for some reason it kept following her around as a film. <laughs> it, it turned up on TV... Uh, when she was at work one day and then she went to the Blue Mountains for like a writer's retreat and then it turned up there. So she was just like, what the hell? Big Mama's House, Scooby-Doo, and also did Monsters Unleashed. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, you know. 
Is we that... should probably jump back to James Gunn, though. Let's jump back to good old James. He responded to one of my Facebook posts once. Really? Yeah, I like asked him... Actual James Gunn? Actual James Gunn. Is this, like, I... back in the day when they actually, like, 10... God, how long have it been since that? It'd be, like, 15 years ago when celebrities were just newly getting on social media. Yeah, and it was... Oh, he, he'll do it every now and again. But, um, yeah, no, he was asking, like... Questions of, you know, what do you want to know? And I asked something about actors, and he made this hilarious remark of, like, I absolutely break them. <laughs> I'm going to go for a deep dive into my Facebook history and see if I can't find the post. Right, folks, so if Cricket sounds distracted for the rest of the podcast, it's because he's on Facebook at work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, work is only if you're getting paid for this. You know what I mean? Hey, we are we are trying. We are. Um, no, look, I, I think Guardians will be really fun. There's definitely a lot of fan talk on Reddit of Gamora's gonna die. By the way, I'm just confirming that's fan talk, not a spoiler it's here. It's fan talk. But then a lot of people are saying, well, Rocket's gonna die. And then people are like, well, Drax is gonna die because um, Dave Batista. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I should know how to pronounce <laughs> things right that are already pronounced on, on it. Anyway, <laughs> um, like he, he's not coming back after this, he said, because I think this is James Gunn's last one. It is. It's the last film that he's doing for Marvel before he heads up DC. Yeah, so I mean, realistically, any of the characters could die. Mm. Um, but they, they definitely have a thing for killing siblings. And for those of you who haven't watched the Christmas special, one of the characters mentioned is confirmed as Peter's sibling. Have you watched the Christmas special yet? No, I haven't. Is it any good? Oh, I loved it. Is it equivalent to the Star Wars Christmas special? <laughs> that is the only Star Wars film I have started and couldn't finish. Oh, really? I just, oh, I was so bored. <laughs> I mean, I've ADHD. It's hard enough to keep my attention as it is. You want me to sit down for something boring? And I know I shouldn't say that because I'm one of the biggest Star Wars fans and defenders and nerds and whatever out there. And I've seen almost everything Star Wars. Yeah. But no, I, I couldn't sit down and watch the holiday special. That's understandable. I Mind mean, you, I've George doesn't remember the holiday special. George wants to burn the holiday special. He would like to track down every single copy of it <laughs> and stomp on it himself. He wants to do the work. Have you... You've... You... Obviously, seen the Mandalorian. Yes. Have you seen the behind the scenes where John Favreau talks to George about the gun that the Mandalorian uses? No. So he talks about they actually took the gun that Boba Fett used in the holiday special, which never made it to live action, and that's the gun that Mando has. And when he said that George, George was like, "Oh, I don't recognize it." Mm. <laughs> it's just like he's so, and just you can tell by his face, he's just like, "I don't care. That was stupid. I want nothing to do with it. I have no recollection of it." Oh my god, really? Yeah, like his thing was just like, maybe I'm misreading things, I'm autistic, sue me. Have you ended up watching The Bad Batch? Of course I've watched The fucking Bad Batch! I've watched it so many times! I mean, I've watched it a reasonable amount of times. Okay, so folks, I'm going to post this on our Facebook, um, but I also want to just read it out. Um, hi James, two questions, I hope I'm not overstepping my bounds here. As a director, how do you get what you need from actors? Uh, and I basically just ramble on. I said, uh, what kind of people do you click with? And I've also said, come and shoot something in Australia. And he basically responded by saying, I destroy my actors by pushing them incredibly hard over and over and over again until I get exactly what I want. I don't stop. I click with talented people who are also respectful and professional. And you take a look at the people he's got around him, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I specifically mean, you know, the types like Nathan Fillion, uh, Michael Rooker, 
And there's always a few people that will make smaller appearances. Obviously, his brother, Sean. That works well. <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism, yes. What do you mean? He got that off pure talent. I, I, mean, sh- I shouldn't make it sound like no, he's untalented. Actually, he, is, he is great. Yeah, I, I'm Sean not saying anything. Man. It's, it's just, it's just a joke at nepotism, okay? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Feeling so but, attacked, here, um, folks. There is a fun thing though about Guardians of the Galaxy three talking about Gamora. Uh, sneak, a little bit of a sneaky bit of info is that there is a lost, I say, quote unquote, episode of Marvel's What If. Ah. There is a sneaky episode. Now it's in the end. Of the first season, Gamora appears in, you know, all this crazy gold regalia, like this armor. Yeah. And the problem is, is that she was meant to have an episode of her own. Marvel have come in and said, look, we can't actually show you this because the plot is too similar to Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> so there are people who worked on this project that know exactly, or at least very close to what's going to happen. Or at least a significant part of that storyline. Yeah. it's. I, I genuinely reckon if any character's going to die, it's going to be Rocket, at least from what they're implying. They're going through his backstory and everything like that. Yeah, we did see a bit... Actually, when we watched it, because we watched this one together, you said something about, did you spot that? And then you said something about, oh, no, you wouldn't have because it's colour. What exactly is it that oh, I've missed? Okay, so I'm pretty sure that they've made just a small Among Us reference. Because they <laughs> Yeah, okay, so... As we know, Wombat cannot see... Is on the spectrum, but cannot see the spectrum. <laughs> Autistic and colorblind, for those who didn't get that reference. It's like, please don't cancel me, folks. Could you imagine? <laughs> it's just pop with Wombat. Oh, I feel like it'd be so dull some weeks, and then some weeks it would just, like, you wouldn't have a second to regain your thoughts. Could I be off on a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, it does seem like they've made a reference to Among Us uh, as the spacesuits that they all wear are basically the colours that all of them wear. So, you know, oh, you, yeah. you've got red, green, yellow, blue, purple, all of that. I mean, and they just sound like pretty standard colours. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> well, I have to. I can't view them. No, you've you've literally got to trust me on this. <laughs> Could you imagine if this was like the biggest prank that I pulled on you? That <laughs> all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I get the Among Us reference. And it's like, what do you mean? Oh, all the, the spacesuits that they're wearing are different colours. This, no, this entire podcast, you've been faking all the stats that come through that we look <laughs> at on RSS or Podomatic or anything just to work this up so that when I meet someone after Finding Guardians 3, I talk about this. Oh my god, I'm totally for that. <laughs> now, well, in the same way that I, I tried to mess with you... I don't believe you have the budget to make the website. No, I don't. Well, I'm pretty safe, folks. There's an Among Us reference. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm going to leave it on a morbid note. Can I just say that I am sick of 2022 killing people off? Ah, uh, yes. Yes. That is, that is a reasonable thing to say. Is it? Because, like, I'm, I'm a music fan. Um, you know, I, I grew up listening to a lot of what my parents did. And to find out, like, as I go to bed last night that Christy McVie of Fleetwood Mac died, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck! Granted, she was 79. Good run. I mean, yeah. Now, because I'm pretty sure Betty White died last year. Was it well, last year shit, or the year? Did that happen? Right, yeah. So she died Jesus. basically at the end of the year. Yeah, wasn't was she? She was 99, wasn't she? She was pretty damn close to hitting 100. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was right before the New Year's because mm. everyone put the memes out about grabbing the wrong person or something. Yes. So I'm quietly. I do. I dare say it. I don't want Mel Brooks to die. 
Why would you say it? And on that note, thanks for listening. I'm Wombat. I'm Cricket. And I'm going to f***ing kill my co-host. No, 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 no! The following podcast is a co-production between Fawcett Fictions and Wombat Food Productions. Our opening and closing theme is Road Trip by Joaquin Karai. Be sure to follow us on all aspects of social media, Facebook, Instagram, and, believe it or not, Twitter at This Is A Popcast. Also follow us on YouTube to check out any behind-the-scenes video content that you'd like. And hey, flick us a follow, a five-star review, anywhere you listen to us. Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, and Apple Music. And hey, we'll see you next time. Pop will be back next year without cricket, but a new co-host will be coming soon. If you'd like to sign up, be sure to send us a tweet on Twitter. Is Twitter still going to be around? Cricket? Oh right, I killed him. I'm not dead!